News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. A health panel, this is very interesting, a health panel in the US has recommended that all adults, all of us, under the age of 65 should be screened for symptoms of anxiety due to what they're describing, the global plague. But are they right? Is it a global plague or, 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 or what are we saying with, with this recommendation? Neve Delmar, counselling psychologist and writer, joins us now to tell us more. Um, Neve, what do you make of this recommendation screening, screening all adults for anxiety? Good morning. Yes, well, you know, there, it, it, it is kind of like a, a big crisis. We know from the World Health Organization, anxiety and depression has increased by 25 percent in the first year of the pandemic. So it's very common and it goes untreated and I'm flooded with people coming in for um, help with regards anxiety. So yeah, there's a positive side to screening, but what happens then with all these people getting screened? Screening tools are limited. They have their limitations. It may be a survey, questionnaire, an error, whatever. Really people then have to go on, as they said, and the task force said they probably will have to go on for further assessment. So how long do they have to wait for that? Can you imagine okay. here if we screened everybody no, and not. the waiting list that we have as it is? Not really. What happens? Are, so are you saying it's all very well and good if we screen everybody and we, we might get, we might catch more diagnoses, but if we haven't got available treatments, if we haven't got available slots with counsellors or psychologists or doctors or whoever somebody might need to see, that that's pretty useless. In fact, is there an element that that's going to make people feel worse because they're now told that they have a condition, but that they can't get to see anybody for it? That's it. Exactly. It's it's that waiting period then because people really want treatment, don't they? And then who's going to do all this extra work as well? So it's another additional workload on GPs, primary health care and more waiting lists, because where are all the psychologists? You know, we already have a problem. We've got people on waiting lists. I have people coming into yeah. me because they can't go publicly. So, you know, there's a lot of problems with it. And then what would the treatment be? Would it be a very quick, fast medication option without maybe giving um, counselling and interventions with that and what about the accuracy you know with those screening yeah. tools somebody might just be in a temporary state of distress and then they get diagnosed with anxiety so yeah there's benefits but there's a lot of problems that could arise pitfalls. with it. Um, Niamh, for, yeah. for people listening who, who might be wondering whether or not they are struggling with anxiety that, that whatever they're feeling at the moment um, can you briefly outline to us what, what the symptoms might be? Yeah, it's more than temporary worry, you know, and obviously there's generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder, different aspects of anxiety. But with general anxiety disorder, anxiety in general, it's more than a temporary worry. So it's not a it's transient thing. It's, it, it, it's, exactly. it's longer lasting it's, it's, than that's that. It. It's lasting and the person may feel restless. They're easily fatigued, difficulty concentrating, irritable, and all those physical sensations might accompany it as well. And excessive worry. Okay, so 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 if if you're worried, but it, it's it's not like you're worried for a day or two, or you're worried about exactly. something specific. It's, an, it. it's an ongoing exactly. thing. Do yeah. you know? Do you know when I wondered when, when they were talking about a global sort of uh, uh, plague, and and that you know almost every they, from what I can see from from this piece that they're basically saying almost all of us appear to have anxiety, according to them. Are we? And is there a danger of us? pathologizing life, Neve. That, 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 that all of us will go through ups and downs and, and as you say, normal worry will be a feature of people's lives. They'll be worried about their kids, their finances, their job, their, their you know, their family, all, all those things, their health, they, they, they play on people's minds at times. But are we, are we ascribing a condition sometimes to people who, who are going through the normal ups and downs of life and, and is there a danger of us doing that pathologizing life? 
That's it. Uh, you know, we see that as well, that sometimes people, even when they come into me, it may be, you know, a life factor, a life event, you know, so they're responding kind of almost in a normal way yeah. to it, you know, like with grief, you know, people are going to go through a period of suffering with grief and they can get support around that and work through that and help that. But yeah, we don't want to kind of get into a system where we're over-diagnosing. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, we don't want to minimise something as well, because sometimes anxiety is thrown around very flippantly, isn't it? And yeah. it's not anxiety that the person is experiencing or it's not depression. Yeah, I think it is. And just for, for anyone who, who is listening out there who maybe is identifying with this and thinking, oh, this is me, I, I, I have this. Um, treatment, uh, again, briefly, is, is, is there a kind of a, a, a well-trodden path of treatment? Absolutely. It's very treatable. And again, the person needs to be assessed, you know, because there's a difference if it's mild or severe. Um, and there can be work on their thought processes. They can monitor triggers, have a look at their lifestyle factors and looking at those internal and external contributing factors. And according to the National Institute of Clinical Excellence, then if things are really getting out of hand, then there's the mm. medication combined with okay. cognitive behavioural therapy. Look. that can help. So there's lots of ways to help. Listen, thank you very much for speaking to us about all of that this morning. That is Neve Delmar, counselling psychologist and writer. I have to say, Shane, I do worry a little bit because in our in our right attempts to, I suppose, make it less sort of stigmatised mental health issues, there is a certain currency now for people who, who have a condition sometimes. I think there is, a, there is a certain secondary gain in having a label sometimes for people. And I do worry that we are pathologising life, that we are looking at people who are just going through the normal ups and downs and sometimes life is hard and we're slapping I, a mental yeah. health label on them. I totally agree with you. I would say, though, I think anxiety is incredibly widespread and I think it is the modern ailment. I really do. But I don't disagree with what you're saying. But I, I just think anxiety I is just think pretty if, widespread. If all of us have it, is it, is I didn't, is no, it I is a variation of, of normalism? Is it the human condition? It. I don't think all of us have it, but I think it's very, very widespread and much more widespread than it was 20 years ago. Look, let us let us know what you think. Well, I don't know, Mother's Little Helpers in the six. Anyway, let us know what you think about anxiety. Is it a global plague? Is it... Uh, let us know what you think. 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7. On News Talk.